What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at The Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, how are you doing, sir? Doing stupendous as always. Tim, how are you? Doing amazing. Hopefully everyone of our listeners are doing amazing as well. If you're a first-time listener, we appreciate you for tuning in. We do positive news stories here at The Positive Truth Podcast and inspirational stories. We got two of them that we're doing today. Before we get into those, make sure to like, share, subscribe, subscribe, rate, and review. Helps us out so much. Helps us spread our message of positivity out to the world. We also have a Patreon where you can give back, and we take that money and give back to our our quarterly community drives and our monthly give backs. And the Patreon people, all of our listeners that get that bonus positive news episode, they tell us where we want to donate. So yeah, be a part of this positive news. Spread that positivity. Two inspirational stories today. Tim, you want to go first? Absolutely, man. So I have this really cool story. It's about a young man. His name is Tani. And Tani is only nine years old. The reason why I'm talking about him because the story is pretty awesome. So this nine-year-old, he was in a homeless shelter with his family. He has an older brother, his mother, and his father. And basically, they were homeless. They had nowhere to go, stuck in this homeless shelter. And while he was in there, he was looking for entertainment. So at nine years old, he decided to learn how to play chess. And come to find out, this kid was really, really good. I mean, after a few months of learning, he started playing other people in the shelter and he was beating everybody with ease. He was so good that they actually entered him inside of a chess tournament, the New York State Chess Tournament. Um, He ended up winning the championship at nine years old. So when you win this tournament at nine years old- Was he competing against adults? He was competing against adults. Check this out, man. At nine years old, competing against these professional adults, he won the New York State Championship. When you win the New York State Championship, man, you qualify for nationals, for worlds. You play against some of the best chess players in the world. The youngest person to ever win this championship is 12 years old. But what sucked is, is this kid, again, he's nine years old today. COVID hit. So when COVID hit, it put everything on pause. He didn't get to go to the World Championship Tournament. Now, when everybody found out about this, people started sharing his story. Because, again, it's a nine-year-old who won the New York State Championship. It's chess. It's huge. All those parks in New York, people are playing chess for fun, waiting for anybody to come sit down and take an L, you know? It's, it's a good time. But when people started sharing his story, somebody found out and was like, yo, this kid is amazing. He's only nine and he's doing this. I'm going to start a GoFundMe. And in just two short weeks of time, because of a stranger, his family was able to get out of this homeless shelter. And for a year, they have all of their bills paid. Oh, if he won the state championship while in being in a homeless shelter? Oh, yes. In New York? Absolutely. So again, the reason why the story got so big, because he won and he want, got to qualify for nationals and he wants to be the youngest winner ever, but since he can't play right now, he's just kind of stuck. And now everybody in his community and people that are around that heard about the story that played chess was like, yo, we have to do something about this little prodigy, you know? They started to GoFundMe, raised so much money that for a year, his family's in a home, they have a house, all the bills are paid for a year, they have groceries, everything is going good, and he has a community backing him to play chess. Now, the story gets better from there because now there's a book being written about him called um, Tani and I Believe, I Am Tani and I Believe in Miracles because he says he feels like he's being blessed. He's been blessed throughout all of this. He knows everything happens for a reason and he wants to inspire other people not to give up and to always try. He's inspired so many people that uh, Trevor Noah is actually creating a movie, a Netflix movie about this young man's life already at nine years old. I thought this movie was, or this movie, I thought this story was really awesome because one, I do like chess and I'm terrible at it. And for a nine-year-old to win the state championship in New York was freaking amazing. His goals are amazing. While being in a homeless shelter. While being in a homeless shelter. His goals are amazing to go to Worlds, but even then he's still doing great things in between and it's just beyond inspiring to me. Yeah, you can do anything you put your mind to. 
facts, man, no matter how old or young you are. Before we get to my last inspirational story, we like to pause and do audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each, because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for? Man, I'm grateful for staying busy. Um, and I'm grateful for busting my butt for as long as I did because I had my first scheduled weekend off in my adult life. <laughs> <laughs> Man, say it again for the people in the back. Man. You had a Saturday and Sunday off scheduled for the f- How old are you, Tim? Dude, I am 31. I'll be 32 in four months. Since I, like, I don't remember, even at 16 working at McDonald's and stuff back then, dude, I've never had a weekend scheduled off. And now... It's my regular schedule. Where you didn't schedule. have to like request it off? Exactly. Like this is my regular schedule, Monday through Friday now, and I'm beyond happy about it, dude. I mean, I'm trying to think if that ever happened to me. You have to go back to like high school, I man. I know you do. No, I was working Saturdays in high school. Yeah, probably not in my working life. Yeah, there we go. I'd say the same. <laughs> I think about it. Probably like 2005, 2006 when I didn't have a job. Fact. Pre-McDonald's. Good times. Yeah, shout out to that, Tim. I'm grateful for air conditioning because it's hot. It's very hot here in Oklahoma. And these uh, houses we have built are not exactly designed not to have airflow. So yeah, shout out to air conditioning. My next inspirational story, honestly, I just read the first couple of paragraphs and I was like, what? Is this a thing? Is this real? Oh, I'm ready. So it's about Dr. Russell Ledet. So right now, He's working at the same facility he used to be security guard at. So he's 34 years old. He's married, has two kids. He's served already in the U.S. Navy. He already already has a Ph.D. in molecular oncology from New York University. He's enrolled in the MBA and the medical school program at Tulane right now. All that's happening. He's 34. <laughs> he already has a PhD and he's going to medical school. See, here's the thing. He used to work as security guard at this hospital where he's now basically running med- <laughs> in medical school at, right? So whenever he was younger, that was one of his first jobs. He was a security guard. And he would just pester people like, hey, what's this? What's this? Let me follow you. Let me follow you. And one doctor was like, Dr. Patrick Griffin Sion was like, he's the chief surgery resident. And he was like, you know what? I feel like you want it really bad. So I'm gonna take you under my wing. So they followed him around while he was there for five years. And he would study medicine on note cards and ask doctors like good questions constantly while he was going to school to his PhD in molecular on oncology. This homeboy is smart. <laughs> while he was doing this, he got married, had two kids. And he feel like with all he feels like with all this stuff going around, he's an African American male. He feels like we should do something as well while we're in medical school to stand up for our rights and talk about like our representation. Because my daughters don't have anyone to look up to on the television screen. Like they don't see any black women in power really on any of these shows. So he started the two. He basically didn't start, but he's the president of Tulane's. University Student National Medical Association group. And he took all the black members and they went in front of the plantation, Whitney Plantation, a former plantation turned museum, right off there off Tulane. They all took a picture around it. And he's like, I want to be to my daughters the best father possible. That's why I put such a priority on education 
and I want this to be a normal thing. I'm gonna keep working, we're gonna keep working until it's a normal thing to see minorities in places of leadership and in doctor's roles. He's 34, by the way. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to him. Man, so it's inspiring in so many different ways, but the part that obviously makes the most sense, I guess, for me, that you know me, but him being wanting to be the best father you can possibly be. I can relate to that to the full extent. And for the fact that he wants to make something like that normal for his children is the biggest, best inspiration you can get in all reality. I mean, I know I get up every single day because I want to be able to pick up and take my daughter to school every single day. So now I'm putting in all the work I can so I can whenever it's that time. And shout out to him, man, for doing that for his kids because at the end of the day, he's educating himself and he's learning more even though he has, you know, PhD. <laughs> it's freaking amazing, man. That's inspiring people to never stop learning. Yeah. And yeah, when I read the first paragraph, I was like, wait, you already have a PhD and you're joining med school and you're getting an MBA at the same time? While being a husband, a father, and a leader in his community. At the same hospital you used to be security guard at, Tim. Inspirational in itself. At first, I thought that was the story right there, man. <laughs> it just kept going. Did not stop. It was amazing in itself, man. Hopefully these inspirational stories inspired you to keep pushing and show you the great things going on in the world around us. Tim, can I guess the quote you have today? James Baldwin? Definitely not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My goal is not to be better than anyone else, but to be better than I used to be. Quotes by Tim. We appreciate everyone for listening. We're out. Stay positive.